Welcome to Zikro Daf Siman Rebbe Avram Goldhai and Tzedim Rosegas Tainus Daf Yudal. The first parak may emesai. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the Mishnah Daf Yud Beis Amud Beis taught that if there's no rain after the first six fasts of the Tzibur, then seven more fasts are decreed. The Mishnah says Hari El Yiseros Arishonos Shebeel Masrin Venolinus Achunios. These seven fasts are more stringent than the first fast in that during these fasts they cry out and lock the stores. The Gemara Nardaf asks Bemai Masrin, with what do they cry out? Rav said, with shofars. Rashi explains that a tekiah, true tekiah, would be born for each of the six additional brachas which were recited on a fast day for a total of 18 blasts. The purpose of the shofar blowing was to humble the people and to provoke them to stop sinning. Rav Yehuda braid Rav Shmuel Bar said in the name of Rav, Masrin means with Anenu. Rashi clarifies that this reference to Anenu is not the Anenu which is recited in the tefillahs on all fast days. Rather, it's the Anenu prayer that's recited at the end of Slichos. On these seven last fast days, this prayer would be recited out loud. The Gemara clarifies that according to Rav, who said crying out refers to Anenu, Kosha came with shofars, all the more so it can be done with shofars. According to Rav Yehuda, while it's crying out refers to shofars, they do not cry out with Anenu. Pointing to the mission say that if rain had still not fallen after the seven fasts, they should diminish their involvement in business, construction, and in planting trees. It was taught in a price that construction refers to Binyashal Simcha, building of a happy nature, and planting refers to Nitiya Shal Simcha, a planting of a happy nature. What's considered building of a happy nature? This refers to one who builds a wedding chamber for his son, which Rashi explains is for the Chuppah. A planting of a happy nature refers to Hadnotel Avarniki Shemolachim, one who plants an Avarniki of kings. Now Rashi explains that when a child was born to a king, they would plant a tree in his honor, and when the prince would eventually be crowned, they would make a throne from this tree. Alternatively, Avarniki are large trees that provide shade that would be in the royal garden where kings like to stroll. And pointing within Mishan Dab Yud Beis on Beis continues that if no rain fell after the 13th fast, the people should not participate in Sheol Shalom exchanging greetings. On our daf, Abraises brother teaches, Chaverim ain't she'el shalom b'neim, Chaverim, referring to Talmud Chachamim, do not exchange greetings between themselves. Ami Aretz is showing, Ami Aretz, who greet the Chaverim, Machzirin lehem b'safa u'bekovid rosh. The Chaverim should answer them in a soft voice and in a serious manner. Vehem is'atfim b'yoshim ka'avelim u'kamadunim. And the Chaverim wrap themselves up like mores and like people who are excommunicated. K'mini adim anazukim ha'makam adshi rachmu alem min ha'shamayim. Like people have been rebuked by Kaj Baruch until Rachamim is bestowed upon them from Shemai. So once again, the three points are number one. The Mishnah Daf Yud Beis Amun Beis taught that if there's no rain after the first six fasts of the Tzibur, then seven more fasts are decreed. The Mishnah says, Arishonos, These seven fasts are more stringent than the first fast, in that during these fasts they cry out and lock the stores. The Gemara Ardav asks, With what do they cry out? Rabbi said we're shofars. Rashi explains that a tekiah, true tekiah, would be born for each of the six additional brachas which were recited on a fast day for a total of 18 blasts. The purpose of the shofar blowing was to humble the people and provoke them to stop sinning. Rabbi Yehuda Braid Rav Shmuel Bar said in the name of Rav, there must be with Anenu. Rashi clarifies that this reference to Anenu is not the Anenu which was recited in the tefillahs on all fast days. Rather, it's the Anenu prayer that's recited at the end of Slichos. On these seven last fast days, this prayer would be recited out loud. The more clarifies according to Rub, who said crying out refers to Anenu, Kosha came with shofars, all the more so can be done with shofars. According to Rabbi Yehuda, who holds crying out refers to shofars, they do not cry out with Anenu. Pointing to the mission state that rain had still not fallen after the seventh fast, they should diminish their involvement in business, construction, and planting trees. Now, as taught in the that construction refers to Binyan Shal Simcha, 
Building of a happy nature, and planting refers to netiyah shal simcha. Planting of a happy nature. What's considered building of a happy nature? This refers to one who builds a wedding chamber. For a son, Rashi explains that this is for the chuppah. A planting of a happy nature refers to hanotea abvarniki shemalachim. One who plants an abvarniki of kings. Rashi explains that when a child was born to a king, they would plant a tree in his honor. And when the prince would eventually be crowned, they would make a throne from this tree. Alternatively, Avarniki are large trees that provide shade that would be in the royal garden where kings like to stroll. And pointing with you, the Mishnah on Duff Yudbe Summon Base continues that if no rain fell after the 13th fast, that people should not participate in She'eo Sham exchanging greetings. On our Duff, a Bryce is brought that teaches Chaverim ain't She'eo Sham b'neim. Chaverim, referring to Talmud Chachamim, do not exchange greeting between themselves. Ami Arts is showing Ami Arts who greet the Chaverim. The Chaverim should answer them in a soft voice and in a serious manner. Then And the Chaverim wrap themselves up like mourners, and like people who are excommunicated, like people who have been rebuked by Kajbarku until Rachamim is bestowed upon them from Shemaim. All right, so now we go to a similar Daf Yudalad, and understand it's as a hand, but we use a juggler to make it a little more distinct. So here goes. The juggler juggling shofars while calling out Anenu Anenu, who performed under a shady tree in the king's royal garden, said shalom to scholars walking by, who responded with a soft and serious hello. Once again, slow motion. The juggler juggling shofars, juggler juggling, that must be on Daf Yudalad, Yad. The juggler juggling shofars while calling out Anenu Anenu, which reminds us that we learned that the seven last fasts are more chamur and that we're masreen and we close the stores. We have a machokas whether masreen means we blow the shofar during the six additional brachas which are recited on the day or means we recite Anenu, referring to the tefillah which is said at the end of Slichos. So the juggler juggling shofars while calling out Anenu Anenu, who performed under a shady tree, in the king's royal garden, which reminds us that if rain has still not fallen after the seven fasts, then we refrain from a binyan shel simcha, which refers to building a wedding chamber for one's son's chasna, and to an atiyah shel simcha, which is a varniki of kings, which is understood to be a tree that is planted when a baby prince is born that eventually gets built into his throne when he is coronated, or a large shady tree in the royal garden where kings like to stroll. So the juggler jogging shofars while calling out anenu anenu, who performed under a shady tree, in the king's royal garden, said shalom to scholars walking by, who responded with a soft and serious hello, which reminds us that if rain has not fallen after the 13th fast, then cheverim, meaning Tomini Kachamim, don't greet each other, and they respond to Amir Arz, who greet them with a soft and serious hello. So once again, the juggler juggling shofars while calling out Anenu Anenu, who performed under a shady tree in the king's royal garden, said shalom to scholars walking by, who responded with a soft and serious hello. All right, now it's time for four blabat chazara. Daf Yud. So the similar Daf Yud is a minion of Yidin. So here goes. The minion of Yidin. Minion of Yidin. That must be one Daf Yud. The minion of Yidin in Eretz Yisrael that were rained on first before the rain spread to the rest of the world, which reminds us. The more brings a number of statements about the unique status of Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael was created first, and the rest of the world was created afterwards. The Kodesh who waters Eretz Yisrael himself, whereas the rest of the world is watered through a shaliach, and Eretz Yisrael drinks from rainwater, which is full of bracha, and the rest of the world drinks from the leftover water. In the clouds, Rashi says that he heard the rain falls first in Eretz Yisrael. So the minion of Yidin in Eretz Yisrael that rained on first, before the rain spread to the rest of the world, included two Talmidim among the eight Yechidim, which reminds us that the second mission of the Daf states that if the seventh Marchevshin comes and rain has not fallen, Yechidim begin to fast three fasts. It was taught in a Brisa, Al Yomra Adam Talmidani, 
Any ruyulos yachid, a person shouldn't say that he's only a Talmud, he's not fit to be considered a yachid, to be grouped with those that fast for rain before the community begins their sets of fast. Rather, all the Talmud of the Chomir are considered yachidim or chayim to fast. A yachid is anyone who's fit to be appointed a leader of the community to answer a broad range of shilas, whereas a Talmud is anyone who can answer shilas in what he's currently learning, even if it's only Masechah's call, which is an easier Masechah. So the minyan of Yidin in Eretz Yisrael that were rain on first, before the rain spread to the rest of the world, included two Talmud among the eight yachidim. Because the two other Yechidim got lost on the way while analyzing a sugya, which reminds us. The Gemara notes a contradiction. Yosef told his brothers before they returned to Yaakov, do not become disturbed on the way. Rabbi Lezer said that Yosef was saying, don't get involved in a Devar Halacha during the trip, lest you fall out on the way, which Rashi explains means they might get distracted and get lost. Rabbi Eli Barberechia said, we're traveling on the way, and words of Torah not spoken between them are fitting to be burned. But the Pasuk teaches regarding Eliyahu and Elisha that they were not burned by a fiery chariot because they were discussing Torah. Gemara answers, Rabbi Eli was referring to reviewing one's written by rote. One can do that while traveling since it doesn't demand a lot of focus. Rabbi was referring to analyzing Torah. Since people become absorbed in the discussion, it's easier when they get preoccupied and become lost. Daf Yudolf, so the similar Daf Yudolf is 11 stars, like in Yosef's dream. So here goes. The man wearing the robe covered in stars. Stars? That must be one Daf. Yudalif, the man wearing the robe covered in stars who sat on a rock with his hands lifted in the air, which reminds us that was taught in the Bryce when Christ was going through suffering and one separates himself from the community. The two Malachi Ashar said, a scorched person come and place her hands on his head and say, Ponizeh should perish at Sibor, this pony that separated himself from the Sibor, Ayyar ben Nechama Sibor, should not see the consolation of the Sibor when they're safe from the affliction. Rather, a person should feel the pain together with the Sibor, like Moshe Benu did during the war with Amalek when he sat on a stone as Ben Israel fought. So, the man wearing the robe covered in stars, who sat on a rock with his hands lifted in the air, felt the pain of the person in front of him, signing each page of his diary, which reminds us, when a person departs from this world, all his deeds make him sign on what he did, and when judgment comes, he endorses the din. So, the man wearing the robe covered in stars, who sat on a rock with his hands lifted in the air, felt the pain of the person in front of him, signing each page of his diary, including the day when he never even completed his partial fast. Which reminds us, Rabbi Zerah said in the name of Huna, if one continued his fast from the day into the next night, he does not dub in the tefillah of Anenu. Abai said that Rav Huna holds that we do fast for hours, and it does require Anenu. But in this case, since a person did not accept upon himself to fast the day before, it's not chashim enough to require including Anenu in the tefillahs. Daf Yud Beis. So the symbol Daf Yud Beis is 12 brothers. So here goes. The six brothers, six brothers of 12, that must be more on Daf Yud Beis, 12 brothers. The six brothers who realized they fasted for nothing when they forgot to be a couple of the tainus the day before at Mincha, which reminds us any tainus where one did not accept upon himself to fast while it's still daytime before the fast is not called a tainus. He's like a bellows filled with air. Plus, we have a Malchus, Rav and Shmuel, regarding when one is makabo upon himself. The Tainus Rav said at Mincha time, where Shmuel holds during the tefillah of Mincha. So the six brothers who realized they fasted for nothing when they forgot to be makabo the Tainus the day before at Mincha, while there are other six brothers who decided to eat on the fast day and repay it later, which reminds us, the Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav, Loba Adam Taneso Uparea, a person who accepted upon himself to fast may borrow the fast and eat that day and then repay his chiyam to fast on another day. We have two different versions of how Shmuel reacted when he heard this din. So the six brothers who realized they fasted for nothing when they forgot to be makabal the Tainus the day before at Mincha, while their other six brothers decided to eat on the fast day and repay a later, joined the community in examining the town's deeds the morning of the public fast, which reminds us, the Morris, what is done on the day of the fast? Abai answered, from morning until midday, we examine the town's conduct, 
During the third quarter of the day, we read from the Torah and the Haftarah, and from there on, from the final quarter of the day, Ba'in Rachamim, we beg for Hashem's mercy. Daf Yud Gimel, so the similar Daf Yud Gimel is a Bar Mitzvah boy. So here goes. The nervous Bar Mitzvah boy, Bar Mitzvah boy, that must mean we're on Daf Yud Gimel. The nervous Bar Mitzvah boy who didn't know if he could survive his first Tishabab without washing in hot or cold water, which reminds us, Rafa Bar Papa said in the Rav Chista regarding the prohibition of washing oneself on a fast day, any situation where the prohibition to wash is because of Avelis, like Tishabab, or that of someone actually mourning, it's prohibited to wash whether it's hot water or cold water. But where the prohibition to wash is because of pleasure, which Rashi explained means is a fast to abstain from pleasures, then washing in hot water is forbidden, but in cold water, it's permitted. So, the nervous Bar Mitzvah boy who didn't know if he could survive his first Tishabab without washing in hot or cold water, got so confused when he saw the man sitting shiva for his second son, washing in cold water. Which reminds us, Rabbi Abba Al-Kohen challenged Rav Chitz's ruling that an Abba is prohibited to wash in cold water from an incident where Rabbi Yossi, whose sons died, washed in cold water during the shiva. The Gemara answers that his sons died one right after the other, and therefore Rabbi Yossi was able to be makal, given the fact that he was mourning for a long period of time. So, the nervous Bar Mitzvah boy who didn't know if he could survive his first Tishabab without washing in hot or cold water got so confused when he saw the man sitting Shiva for his second son washing in cold water that he forgot to include Anenu in the bracha of Shomea Tefillah, which reminds us, Rav Yudah told his son Rav Yitzhak that a Yachid who accepted a fast upon himself inserts Anenu being Goel Warofi between the bracha of redemption and the bracha of healing. Rav Yitzhak challenges father. And ask, Yachid koveo bracha asmo meo, Yachid insert a bracha in Shemana Esri for himself? Rather, Bishamayat Tfilah, he inserts it in the bracha of the one who hears Tfilah. Rav Shesh has also said, Anenu is included in the bracha of Shemayat Tfilah. Alright, that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ramgol and Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.